That Force Radio. That Force Radio is rated M for mature. Or should that be immature? Hey guys, Dustin Wint. Hey, this is Scott Snyder. This is Paul Dini. And you're listening to Bat Force Radio. And you're listening to Bat Force Radio. You're listening to Bat Force Radio. This is Tom King. I write Batman Bitch. And this is Bat Force Radio. <laughs> all right everyone welcome back to bat force radio batman slash dc podcast with no limits and we got the special second annual 2016 bat force radio christmas party it's myself and lpc lpc's hitting that captain morgan right now i got the jack daniels and uh <laughs> man um quick shout out to the rest of the bat force i knew those motherfuckers would fucking Everyone will hop on for the Snyder show, but start straggling <laughs> in for the Christmas party. Bah humbug, you mother <laughs> Hey, man. But it's for, um, you know, we're drinking, we're getting jolly, wishing everyone a happy holiday, happy, safe holiday. Uh, tonight's really special, too, for the Bat Force Christmas party on Bat Force Radio because me and LPC are going to break in two new segments. The first segment is me and the Batman the Animated Series segment. Yes, we're finally doing it. We're going to go through every single episode of the first original classic Batman the Animated Series run. And tonight we're starting with, of course, Christmas with the Joker because it's, you know, the Bat Force Christmas party. And the second part we are going to, we're going to do uh, the first ever Commissioner Gordon's office segment. Commissioner Gordon's office, which is uh, quick breakdowns of stories. But it's going to be an extended one because we're covering Frank Miller's, um, was it Santa Claus Most Wanted, LPC? I think it's Wanted, Dead, or Alive. Wanted, Dead, or Alive, right. Santa Claus Wanted, Dead, or Alive by Frank Miller, which can only be found in the, the leather-bound cover. But um, right now we're going to start the commentary. We're going to go through Christmas, the Christmas with the Joker episode. So if you have a commercial-free DVD where we're paused right now between the end of the credits and the beginning of the episode for Christmas with the Joker. So when we go 3, 2, 1, play, when we say play, obviously, press play, and you'll be in sync with us as we go through the episode. If you don't have the DVD, then just skip ahead 20 minutes after we start for a post-viewing discussion. Three, two, one, play. All right. <laughs> Snow in Arkham Asylum. I love it. I love that gate, man. So iconic. Dude, look at the guns the guards are carrying. <laughs> Dude, one of the, he's reading Jingle Bells upside down. <laughs> Is this where this came from, or did it come from like an older episode, like the 66 series? Probably older. This has to be the best. You know, they could end the episode here and I'll be happy. He's blasting out of Arkham Asylum wearing, uh, uh, riding a freaking Christmas tree. I mean, <laughs> it doesn't get any He's wearing the top of the tree as a fucking helmet. <laughs> <laughs> and you got a little ex- extended um, version of that Batman Christmas song, too. Snowy Wayne Manor. I love the way they do snow in this series, man. Yeah. Even the Hard Ice episode, especially. It's, yeah. Everything's great. Look at that Art Deco elevator into the Batcave. It's gorgeous. 
This is so great because um, Kevin Conroy's voice was still like really deep and young. <laughs> wow, I forgot uh, Robin was in this earlier the series. Yeah, the Dick Grayson. So the whole thing about this episode is like Batman can't rest on Christmas because he knows the joke is always going to be up to something during Christmas. kind of a common theme with joker and christmas as well even in the, the comic books the mythos it's like he's always acting up on christmas and i don't think Dini wrote this episode either nice christmas village how they did that that's like rockefeller center right there in gotham though gotham version that's cool I think this is the first of the few Christmas ep- uh, specials they did. I remember one more. They were trying to watch It's a Wonderful Life. Right? My, this might be the one. At the end? Oh, you're right. Yeah. This is funny. They think she's going to get mugged. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> he swoops. I love how he swoops in the alley instead of going right at him before he makes contact <laughs> with her. <laughs> Big ol' smooch. <laughs> Dick, Dick Grayson's like, she, he just wants to go home and chill. <laughs> yeah. Nice long table, just like uh, Batman Returns. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah, they're trying to watch Wonder Life. So good. <laughs> I love it. Joker got every channel. Love that Joker Christmas sweater. I'm so glad they made the figure. Man, that sweater game. How is that figure? You like it? It's amazing. Per- it's perfect. He comes with the tree and the uh, hand hand puppet or whatever um. <laughs> Mark Hamill's the man he like this giant Santa tank <laughs> how how disturbing does that thing look dude the Joker rob- robots are the best yeah it's Christmas, Christmas lights, lights in the base of the tank <laughs> <laughs> Another oh. rocket. <laughs> Christmas with the Oh man. Classic, dude. That's... We'll have to force that on, on Christmas Day. Yeah. Oh, there's the Christmas tree that the figure comes with. That's pretty cool. Still has a better tree than Charlie Brown. <laughs> Look at all the cardboard cutouts here.
I love when they do things with Joker broadcasting on the air or television. It's, it's it's a nice homage back to like the original Joker. What he used to do is just transmit like that and let people know about his plans, so they have to try to stop him. That's the best. Got everybody in the audience. Montoya. <laughs> Montoya. I wonder if this was influenced by um, the Killing Joke. I feel like it has like that because he has them hostage. Look, I mean, he has Bullock dressed up as like a big baby. <laughs> that's fu- that's amazing. I forgot how. <laughs> Doesn't he put like a pacifier in his mouth or something? I think at some point. <laughs> Gordon's going off. The awful, lawful family. Bullock. So it's Commissioner Gordon and Bullock, two cops, and Summer Gleason was a reporter, right? I think so. I have to check back on that, I think. I love when they're driving through, like, the woods of rural areas and things are popping off. Yes, Laffy. <laughs> Laffy. <laughs> <laughs> Nice classic TNT for you. Spool. I think Kevin Conroy voiced Donner too. Hmm. Because they sound very similar too, and I think I was reading up on that. There goes the bridge. Ah, the classic Batmobile. I love it. Nice train. Love the, how they just did everything in that old mid-century deco style. Uh-oh. Doing eBay and Christmas with the Joker. <laughs> Christmas forget. for the back crap. It looks like <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I forgot my thing was on. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's so weird seeing Dick Grayson as Robin. You really don't see that anymore anywhere. No. Yeah. Bad. This really is the best incantation of Batman, man. The music, the scenery, just, just everything is perfect. Yeah, this is when they were allowed to do the good Look, I, I always love that part. He lands on his back. I'm like, what the fuck kind of back brace does he have <laughs> to sustain <laughs> that impact, dude? Like, right in the snow. <laughs> seriously. You think if the train conductor saw that most of the train was out and the bridge is out, that he probably tried to stop the damn thing? Yeah, right? <laughs> It's like that. Jeez, oh, <laughs> he blows up the audience. <laughs> oh, the cool trees. Oh, this is cool. This is a cool part. <laughs> Don't open until Christmas. Bomb. <laughs> That's fucking eerie, dude. That is creepy. <laughs> oh, man. Just the way they do it. kind of cool it looks like they modeled that that jack-in-the-box face after the original card almost yeah so are they is that are they at a, an observatory or whatever because he turned the telescope into a cannon or something yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it actually cuts to a commercial I love it it's like I will never get like cartoons like this again. <laughs> so good. Man, the animation really held up after all of these years. Oh shit! It takes it. Oh, blows up another bridge. Mm. It's just laying waste. <laughs> Fucking finger guns. That that's another figure they should make. <laughs> just. <laughs> and they all turn and <laughs> shoot each other. <laughs> it's like <laughs> and Joker used a lot of robots in this series, and even then they used more in the um, yeah, Mask would... of the Phantasm with his, his yeah. stay-at-home wife. Yeah, and they were also Captain Clown, I think, and that other one. Yes, Captain Clown. <laughs> 
Well, see, he uses a lot of, like, Joker gas and Joker fish and all that. You know, I, I miss the Joker with gags. That's, you know, the best classic. Those classic gags. Mm-hmm. Nice little bad, uh, repellent. Takes out the gun. Expensive telescope gone. <laughs> The freaking hauling ass in that Batmobile. Nice wrist, nice Rolex on degradation. Oh, sure, Psychic Chimp paid well these days. Nice Eagle Moss you got on. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Eagle Moss. This is hilarious, dude. <laughs> <laughs> what I love about this episode, too, is you can just tell how Joker just. Just constantly pissing off Batman and fucking with him. Nice little Betty Boop reference for the doll. Yeah. <laughs> A little detective work to figure out. Laugh, cowboy. <laughs> the wonderful life playing at the movie theater in Gotham. That's pretty cool. Look at that, man. It looks like Ace Chemicals. Laugh, cowboy. Now it looks, yeah, just like out of uh, the 89 movie. Yeah. Plunge it right through the gate. What did, uh... Manning say he said basically the the guy that designed all the sets for the '89 movie is basically what they stuck to going forward as far as how Gotham looked. Yeah, for a little for, for a little while, yeah. Which is smart move. I love because... how the shadow looks like a bat too, man. When it comes around corners in the series. Yeah. Even the speaker looks like a smiling face. Yep. So good. Classic. Nutcracker reference here. Yep. Smiling too. This would almost this would be great live action as well. <laughs> nice. That's amazing. Wow. I love those little Joker airplane toys or whatever the hell you want to call <laughs> Bat. That would be, be great. And <laughs> with a bat figure of those bong. Kind of, like, ornaments. Yeah. We got to tell Jim Fletcher to make those. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's like in a batting cage. Yeah, they don't call you Batman for nothing. <laughs> oh, look at the Tommy guns coming out. It's like it's just non-stop shit they have to deal with on Christmas Eve. I always love when they use that gag, man. Whenever well, they, he uses his cape as a distraction. Yeah. I think they've done that in a couple episodes. <laughs> he just See? throws it back on. <laughs> yep. No bullet holes. <laughs> he just like, behind the curtain. Love that Batman Christmas wrapping. This really is one of the the best parts of episode two. <laughs> what could it be? He really has no choice. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> pie in the face. Pie in the face. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tough save. Bullock alone would have been a tough save. Yeah, I know. Gravity would have <laughs> took him quicker, boy. Look at his fake, fake hands. <laughs> <laughs> Little gingerbread man reference. Nice. Oh, oh man. He's fucking with him. I love it. Yep. <laughs> just watched that wonderful life. Yeah. Did they change the guy who voiced Alfred? They had to. I think so, yeah. It's a nice way to end Christmas Eve. Back in Wayne Manor. No, an arc of asylum. <laughs> Love how they end the scene sometimes with them in Arkham. Same, same way they did Freeze. They'll just end the scene with them. Great episode, man. Includes Christmas with the Joker, man. I tell you that, how it fits so much in 20 minutes, man. The gags and the even a little bit of, even a little bit of detective work. I think when they write for Lafco, yeah, when they did these storyboards, they understood their time constraint. They just had to pack so much within you know that one little, thing. and you get so much out of it. That's why it was so successful. I think fun and classic, classic Joker gags, classic Batman in the Batmobile chasing down the guys trying to solve major problems and whatever detective work, humor and cityscapes, Gotham, and just so much all in one. So good, yeah. man. All the nods to the classic stuff. Like, what was in there? Nutcracker, uh, Wonderful Life. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Scrooge. Yeah, Scrooge. There's some other stuff, man. The Joker and Christmas go together like peanut butter and jelly, man. So just like the Scarecrow goes along with Halloween, you know. It's just, I guess, it's just the way to do it, you know. Yeah. Man, I was. Yeah, it's definitely one of my favorite episodes, man. Just uh, that good. Eddie Gordeski. Him and the director. This is the only episode they did on the on the animated series, I think. Oh really? Huh. Yeah. And I saw Paul Dini's name was on the uh, story editor. Okay, yeah. Like you said the other day, man, Dini loves Christmas. Yeah. One of his characters is called Jingle Bell. He was talking about it. It's like a Christmas character. He did a great story about Harley in this Batman annual. Yeah, the Batman annual this this year had, what was the number to um the original one with Tim Drake? You know, Oh, uh, the one I just read? Yeah. A26, great issue, man. Yeah, so Detective Comics A26 is when the Joker takes Tim Drake on for a joy, joyride during Christmas time, and, uh, in the annual that came out this year, um, it was Neil Adams and uh, Paul Dini who did it. And it's kind of like the Harley Quinn version of that. Only it's um, Batman and Harley Quinn kind of taking a joyride. And I think uh, it ends when he brings her back to like Coney Island or whatever. She seems sad to dry- get back to Coney Island too, if I have to say so myself, man. <laughs> Closing thoughts on Christmas with the Joker. Um, so happy they made the figure. Hell, you can make more of pieces just from this episode alone with the the walking soldiers the toy soldiers or whatever jokerized in the the joker planes the joker planes and that that santa claus tank yes (laughs) and even harvey bullock wrapped up like a freaking (laughs) one-year-old i think it's one of those things like you know batman returns uh noel and this are like three staples that i I try and watch or read or watch every year now. I mean, Noel was last year, but like Batman Returns is a Christmas movie to me. Mm. I've watched that for the past couple of years, man. It's great. Yeah. But this is this is definitely like this brings it back like a while ago. Like you're real young and brings you right back to that moment. Mm. Man, I would love to see um, them make like an animated version of Noel. Actually, I think that would be really successful and good. Um, if they did that. I mean, it's kind of like a, a Dickens tale meets Gotham. Definitely, re- like, recommend the reading for the Christmas time. If you're into Batman in DC, definitely Batman Noel. And uh, the one we're about to crack open right now, which I don't think many people know about. So this is the first ever C- Commissioner Gordon's office segment where we're in Commissioner Gordon's office going through the files. You just go through random stories, old and new, breaking them down. And uh, so for the first one, for the Christmas season, this story can only be found, as far as I know, in the complete Frank Miller Batman leatherbound book. Long Metal Press. Came out 1989. Good year. It says, back in 1980, he penciled a 10-page short in obscure Bronze Age title DC Special Series, issue 21 to be exact, called Wanted Santa Dead or Alive. Issue 21 of what? Bronze Age title DC Special Series. Yeah, this isn't Wikipedia. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> no, it says, a lot of people mistakenly think Miller's first Batman story was a landmark Dark Knight Returns. But that's not correct. Back in 1980, he penciled a 10-page short in obscure Bronze Age title, DC Special Series, issue 21 to be exact, called One and Santa Claus, Dead or Alive. This is... He he only did the pencils for this. He penciled this? Yeah, dude. I mean, it's weird to think... I mean, I know people shit on strikes again, but, like, this is, like, night and day, dude. I don't know, dude. I think, yo, you know what, man? I I think Neil, I think Neil Adams helped him with this, to be honest with you. you I remember know, you saying that. The first page, you're like, nah, no, that's, see, gotta, the, that's gotta be Neil Adams, The man. thing is, Neil Adams um, helped him out a lot when he was coming up. Got him his first job. You know, Frank Miller used to go up to Neil back in the day when he was up and coming, and when, when Frank was trying to break in or whatever, and, and Frank Miller would show Neil Adams his drawings or whatever, and... Neil Adams was not really impressed 
but he did take the time to like put <laughs> tracing paper over his drawings and like go over outlines and show him where you know what he did wrong or where he needs to work more towards in um figure that might have been around the same time give or take so because with this story wanted santa, santa claus dead or alive that first page that first splash page looks a hell of a lot like neil adams you know just like neil adams batman so i guess we'll leave it up to legend then you know who knows what um how this thing came who to was me. who was doing a lot of the denny o'neill stuff neil adams because they, they it says like this was written by Den- denny o'neill at the time story was written by dennis denny o'neill one of tv dc's most pro- prolific writers cheers Did you ever read Birds of Prey back then? I never heard of it before, clearly. But he's like, oh, dude. He's like, there's this great two-issue story where the Joker, I guess, like, steals a cop car and shows up at the Watchtower, wherever the hell the Birds of Prey are. And he's, like, face-to-face, and he's, like, you know, he's waiting for uh, Barbara to, like, react. And he's got, like, a gun in her face, and he's like, you know, you got gumption. I'm going to let you go tonight. And he starts driving off, and he's about to cross the ridge back into Gotham. He's like... Oh shit, that's Barbara fucking Gordon. How did I realize that? And he's like, bust a U turn. He's like, I wonder how much uh, shipping a severed head back to Gotham would cost. Oh shit. And then, like, you know how the Joker is like, if you can't make a joke out of it, he won't do it. Mm. So the way she gets out of it, I gotta read it again, but this is the way he told me. He's like, basically, the way she stops him from killing her once she realizes who it is when she comes back, he takes one of these screaming sticks. She takes one of these screaming sticks. And knocks his fucking teeth out. And he's like, you bitch. He's like, I'll be back. Wow. Yeah. But like, I, I opened the panel where like his teeth are like flying everywhere. I was like, dude, that's sick. Damn. Did you read that? Uh, Holy f- oh, sh- oh, shit. Fucking Robin, don't sneak up on me like that, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was lurking. Fuck. Listening fuck. to the story. It's like when Richard happened last time, last week. <laughs> he starts typing. We're like, whoa. <laughs> like Norm going into Cheers. Did you read that uh, 626 yet, Chris? Yeah, dude. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great standalone story. Oh, Captain oh, Morgan got me feeling warm. Get that, that Captain Morgan, boy. Wanted Santa Claus Dead or Alive. Kind of reads like it was done in 1980 when they have to say everything that Batman's doing, even though you see what he's doing. And Len Wein was the editor. Miller drew it, right? Uh, nope. Yet uh, he's he's the credited penciler. Yeah, it was a Superstar Holiday special. Because this looks a lot like, you know, his early Daredevil. Oh, the, yeah, uh, maybe, yeah. When did he start Daredevil, Gramps? Late 70s, 80s. Oh, shit. So he got, like, worse. <laughs> did he just get worse then, Troy? <laughs> he got worse. <laughs> no, I think... This well, is really good. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he, he did some incredible work in Daredevil. Of course, he was also working with Klaus Janssen, who kind of really tightened oh. things up. And then as, as he started taking over the writing for Daredevil, he pretty much kind of turned over most of the artwork to, to Jansen anyway because, you know, it's kind of hard to keep up the writing and the the pencil work. Damn, uh, dude. Frank can draw, but, you know, he he just changed his style a little bit. He kind of got into some... I, I heard him mention he got into some kind of, like, you know, Japanese artist after doing Ronin and really got, you know, that style kind of, like, very loose that he did with Strikes Again and 300 and Sin City and whatnot. Wanted Santa Claus Dead or Alive, written by Denny O'Neill, penciled by Frank Miller, Klaus Jansen, Neil Adams, and probably a bunch of other <laughs> fucking people. <laughs> a pretty cool story, short story. Um, Someone stole the star out of the freaking... Uh, Nativity scene, didn't they? They did. <laughs> Classic stuff. I love how, um, what's this guy? He's like a 
I don't, I don't want to say a mob boss or something, but he's worked the docks pretty much. And uh, Mr. Lasco. <laughs> what I like is the, the smoky bar or whatever they're in because they got a bunch of like sexy stripper Mrs. Claus is running around and uh, catering to them. <laughs> <laughs> and then Batman just shows up and Mr. Lasso's like, the Batman. <laughs> <laughs> you, guys, you guys on that page, the second page in the bottom panel, how Batman's casting that shadow with his cow. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I love how they, that that's very like late 70s, 80s, almost like when um, Neil Adams, you, you know, you mentioned Neil Adams, but he would do that a lot. I love that effect. Mm. We just literally saw that in the animated series episode we covered, man. Yeah. So yeah. cool. So cool how they do it. And, you know, like you were saying uh, the last time, Adams pretty much took Miller under his wing and got him in the industry. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. He got a lot of people in the industry. Mm. And he, he's like he's like the godfather of comics in a way. I mean, dude, he, modern comics. He got, like, Superman boys there, too. And he, um, he pretty much saved batman after like all the campy shit for so long was yeah. kind of like eh. and then him and denny o'neill just brought it back to like the bill finger days and just first anatomically correct batman and all this shit like neil adams is like he's a fucking legend so yeah love him hate him <laughs> you know it's just he's it's it's big <laughs> my my favorite part my favorite part in the story is when mr lasco thinks he's a badass and punches batman right in the you know, dude, I thought he had. It looks, like, <laughs> it looks like he has a, the Infinity Gauntlet on, dude. <laughs> the way it's colored, it's like he's just standing like, there. He like hits him and he's like thud, <laughs> and apparently fractured his hand. Mm. You know what? I love that cityscape, man. Um, that that neck, that panel right over with um the uh, the fire uh, fire escape and the the lampposts and the snow that's done so well man that's that old 70s 80s good old comic book grit for the city man that's yeah. awesome when he's talking to um boomer or talking about boomer are they in all they're all in like um i thought it was like a soup kitchen or something the girl's like a thousand dollars two million canadian <laughs> and, uh, oh, okay i just i didn't catch this the first time but bats was dressed up as one of these guys yeah he he's yeah. undercover yeah. oh yeah. His little match he, he was he was the one that gave the girl the cash. <laughs> I like no, a scumbag guy. gangster wouldn't have given this. Wouldn't have given that girl a grand. Look at that freaking cape, man! Swinging through the freaking air. That's amazing. There's a little year one uh, glider there. There's some CKR uh, disguising. Mm, good old Boomer playing Santa Claus. I guess like an ex <laughs> ex con trying to go straight. I guess, and these other guys trying to get him to do a heist. So he's yeah. coming out. He doesn't want to do it, so they're pretty much forcing him to do it with a gun to his face to get yeah, back into it was like a department store to rob it, right? So like yeah. <laughs> steal some underwear. <laughs> Lee, it's called Lee's department store, and then Batman just jumps through the window through these toy elves. <laughs> if I'm wrong, I'll apologize. Yeah, <laughs> drawn really well. He's the way he grabs that mini Christmas tree and then just lunges it at one of them. Look at the old school feel. The cops swinging the the baton sticks or whatever. Yeah, Billy clubs or whatever. Yeah, Billy yeah, clubs. Billy it's, it's so old school. <laughs> standing yeah. under, standing right under the streetlight. <laughs> Book him, Dano. Pretty much, you say the stars return to the nativity scene, but it's just. I guess an actual star shining through it or whatever. Christmas star. Right. Yeah. A little, I don't know, uh, suggestive. Mm. And that's what I take it as. You know, suddenly that the star shows back up from the nativity scene and it shines this light on the, the 
where the criminal where... that was hiding. Some divine intervention. Yeah. Know. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. And then and then it does end with the Bible quote. Yeah, which is interesting. So, yeah, so basically that star comes out, shines on Boomer, so Batman can locate the ex-con that's being held hostage. Where Batman swoops in and knocks the shit out of him. He says the nativity star's gone again, and Batman says, "Gone home, Boomer." <laughs> <laughs> so Merry where, where was this all. book? first originally published or was it even published yeah it first came out in uh super the dc superstar holiday special okay uh, it came out in april 1980 uh so it had uh, uh, i think five different stories were in it all together and you know five different shorts but the only uh, version anyone seems to have is uh, this leather band edition ho 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 Grandpa Batman, you first. Oh, 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 oh. Who do you want jolly old Saint Nick to bring you for Christmas this year? Oh, oh, oh. I want the Prime One JR <laughs> statue. Oh, 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 oh. oh, me old ticker almost went. Oh, well, I don't think I'm going to be able to fit that in my sled, Grandpa Batman. I think that thing will be able to drive your sled. <laughs> <laughs> So you're saying that, <laughs> oh, 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 Mrs. Claus, we're going to tell the elves that it's, they're going to be working in overtime. <laughs> Imagine fucking elves chipping away at a prime one's that <laughs> Japanese elves fucking. <laughs> oh, ho, oh, oh. ho. LPC, have you been a good boy this year? It's a long story. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> what would you like Santa to bring you for Christmas? I don't know. All the Bad Force guys to the Bad Force barbecue this year. Oh, 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 oh shit! Bad oh, oh shit! Bad Force <laughs> <laughs> 2017 Bad Force barbecue. <laughs> All Graham's heard was barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 I usually don't go that far north to Canada, but Robin. Have you been a good boy this year? Let me <laughs> let me see your cell phone real quick. Cool. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, Santa needs to be alone for ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what would you like for Christmas this year, Robin? <laughs> Statue, so oh, whoo, I heard there might be some delays with that one. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I think you heard right. <laughs> Alright everyone, Merry Christmas and Happy and Healthy Holidays from the Bad Force.